Today's reading is from the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to, to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. The last Sunday in November. Was with the first Sunday in Advent. Who can remember what we were talking about? <laughs> okay, I'll give you a clue. It starts with Emmanuel. Oh, where are you? Can you remember what this, the theme was? It was Zachariah. Fab. Absolutely brilliant. It was Zachariah. It was, and the theme was hope. God with us brings hope. And then the, the second week after hope, what did we have? Peace. Thank you very much. After that, we had peace. And then last week, love. We started the service last week with, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him can have everlasting life. So this week, the theme is joy. Joy. And I think, you know, watching the, watching the young people and, and the video doing all that, there's a sense of joy in that. It's fantastic to be together, to celebrate and to give thanks. And in Mary's story, well, do you know, at the beginning, an angel appears and she, she has to be told, don't, don't be frightened. There's not, not a lot of joy in that, to be honest. And then she gets this news that she's going to have a baby and God's going to do that. Well, do you know, she's thinking, but hang on a minute, how's that going to work? And, and she's got all of this stuff in her head now. How, what are people going to say? How are people going to respond to me? What's that going to look like for, for my family and, and for Joseph? And then Joseph's come along and he's going, oh, hang on a minute. This is not right. And so there's, where's the joy in any of that? And then she's told, Elizabeth, who's not been able to have children, She's actually, even now, she's having a baby. 
And so when Mary went to see Elizabeth and realized that Elizabeth was having a baby when she was far too old and that God had done it. And Elizabeth says to her, even when you came, even as you were approaching, this baby that I'm carrying was jumping about for joy because the baby you've got is so special. And Mary starts to sing praise to God because she is overwhelmed by joy. I don't know if any of you have either received or given a puppy at Christmas. Anybody ever done that? No? No? Okay, well, you do see occasionally on, on, on the TV, uh, people, people uh, get puppies and things like that, and they're all, they're all really cute. Really cute. The cutest puppies you ever, because they've got to be on the telly, right? They've got to be good looking, right? And, you know, it's all there, and, and the children come down, it's all gentle and lovely, and, you know, the, 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 the lids just lift gently. What they don't tell you is, how do you get the puppy in the box? Right? The puppy will be full of dog hair everywhere. There will be mess, probably. How do you keep it? I mean, you shouldn't be putting a puppy in a box, right? That's a bad thing for a start. But, but I mean, you cannot keep that puppy in the box. It just needs to get out. Well, joy is a lot like puppies. It needs to get out. It's not something you keep to yourself. I had stuff written down. It was rubbish. <laughs> what I want to tell you, I want to tell you the story of, of a friend, somebody that came to our church in Prestwick. And, you know, she had a bit of a background. And she, she was... Ashamed, maybe is, is too strong a word, but, but she, she was uncertain about how people would respond to her if she came to church. Because she thought people who came to church were all lovely, good, caring, kind and compassionate people. How little she knew. <laughs> but that's what she thought. And she came to volunteer at our cafe. And she had been coming for a while. And eventually she plucked up the courage to ask why there was always Jesus music in the background. They said, well, it's a church cafe. Oh. Oh. Didn't really know that. Right? And then one day, she heard somebody say, would you like to come and help with the teas and coffees on Sunday morning? So, no, really? No. But she loved the people that she was working with. And so she said to herself, all right, I'll go. So Sunday morning, she turned up and they kind of looked at her and said, what are you doing here? She said, you asked me to help with the teas and coffees. No. No, we never. But you're here anyway, that's great. So they got it organised. And she came to church. And over time, she met Jesus. Emmanuel, 
God with us. It's not just something for 2,000 years ago. He's not just for Christmas. That lady's life was transformed because people were kind to her and because Jesus called her and she gave her life to him. And one of the most joyful occasions I have ever experienced in church was when she came to me and said, I would love to be baptized. Well, we, we didn't have a tank or anything like that in the church. So if people were, were being baptized, we used to go to a church along the road where they had the big, so big bit in the floor, you lift it up and a big tank underneath and you go down to it. It's great, ideal. We didn't have that. But she said, no, no, I'm not going along there. This is my church. I want to be baptized here. And I don't just mean the sprinkling thing. No, no, no. I want right under the water. All right. <laughs> so we got a paddling pool. A child's paddling pool with lots of towels. <laughs> and on that day, she brought along people from her tap dancing class. She brought some, some brethren ladies because she used to go to a Bible study at the brethren uh, congregation along the road and they turned up with their hats and everything on because they do things differently. And she brought all of these people because her joy could not be contained. And she told everybody about this Jesus that she had come to know. And here they were this disparate band of people who were there because Jackie had told them and Jackie had befriended them and she said, come along and see this event. And it was amazing. And at the end, quite often we, we, we do the, the hold out your hand if you're, if you're blessing somebody, hold out your hand if you're in the, in the congregation just to say, yeah, I'm supporting you. And there we were. Hold out your hands to, to, to Jackie because we want to bless her. And all of these folk, <laughs> all of these folk, the wee brethren, ladies and everything, had their hands out towards her because, because they saw, as, as you sang earlier, they saw this, the, the light of Jesus had made such a difference in her life. And joy couldn't be contained. I wonder, how's your joy today? Is it contained? Have you managed to put it in a box? Have you wrapped it up with a wee bow because you bring it out now and again? over this next, well, today and in towards Christmas. If you have done that, can I encourage you to unwrap it? To take the lid off the box and let your joy out. You might wonder, how on earth am I going to do that? Well, I remember my grandfather. And he used to love the hymn, Count Your Blessings. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what God has done. 
And if you, if you begin at that point by counting your blessings, then you'll be surprised by what God has done and is doing in your life. And as you do that, you know, somebody said to me this morning, I was thinking, am I going to enjoy the run up to Christmas? And she said, and I decided I am. Joy doesn't just happen. But you can bring it out by focusing on Jesus and all he's done. And so I would encourage you to do that in these next days.